I am so excited to tell you that I'm finally reopening the doors to my Partnerships Masterclass course, which is absolutely everything you need to confidently build successful partnerships. And successful partnerships unlock an entirely untapped revenue stream for your business through sponsorships, while collaborative partnerships can see you reaching hundreds of thousands of potential customers without monetary spend. So they have the power to both make you money via a whole new revenue stream for your business and save you money with your marketing activity, which is so awesome. I have run this course quite exclusively in the past with really small cohorts of business owners, agency owners, and marketers. So I would say it's incredibly valuable if you're one of these three types of fabulous people looking to build a partnership skill set and revenue stream, or you're looking to offer partnerships as a service to your clients. This course is the most accessible way you can work with me personally as well. And while you have a lifetime access to the course content and obviously lifetime access to the skills and relationships you build as part of this course, you're also really not thrown in the deep end at all because I keep the cohort small on purpose so that you get that mentorship and support from me throughout the whole thing. So we're going to get you so excited about the opportunities ahead for your business, super clear on your growth strategy and how you're going to build meaningful and pivotal relationships. It's going to be so good. And doors open on the 11th of August. They're only open for 10 days though. So make sure you're on the wait list so that you don't miss out. We're actually kicking the cohort off on um, August 22nd. So immediately after the doors open, pretty much <laughs> the course begins and the doors are closed again. So you want to be on that wait list so that you don't miss out. I'll put the link in the show notes so you can access that. And you'll also nab some wait list bonuses as well if you're on there. So I can't wait to see you there. Uh, thanks so much for listening and I'll let you get into the episode now. Hello and welcome to Stop, Collaborate and Listen. We are a podcast about marketing, collaboration and business and we're brought to you by Collabosaurus.com, the matchmaker for brands. Word of mouth is the single most powerful marketing tool you have in your arsenal aside from collaborations and Collabosaurus, of course. So without further ado, let's get into it. So tell us a little bit about Bonjoro and how would you describe it to friends and how did it all get started? Um, so I can't say that it's, it's, it's actually a customer delight platform, um, but we are in the early stages. So what we do is allow companies who are customer focused um, to make a much better first impression with new customers that sign up. So the way that works is it's a little plugin that goes into your CRM and there's an app linked. And when you get a new sign-up come in, let's say Jess from Collabasaurus signs up to, uh, to my business, um, she appears in my app. And rather than sending her an automated welcome email, I click her name in the app, the camera opens up, and I do a video for Jess at Collabasaurus. So the first piece of communication she gets off me is me saying, hey, Jess, amazing to have you on board. Thanks so much for signing up. Check that Collabasaurus. Love what you do. Please go and do you know X, Y, Z on the platform and let me know if you need any help. We're human and we're here to help. Yeah, um, and that goes off, and that gets embedded into an email, uh, and that's the first piece of communication she gets. So, so really, what it what it's doing is showing that I'm willing to take time with every single customer, um, and that is basically turning my customers into higher converters and also bigger advocates. 
It builds trust as well. I think that's a huge thing. I mean, with Collabosaurus, I think if you haven't been um, exposed to collaboration marketing before, it can be a little bit daunting or confusing. And we've started using Bonjoro for all our new signups. It's basically free to get started on the platform. So anyone who creates a free project receives a Bonjoro that allows us to kind of humanize the brand, let people know that they can reach out if they get stuck. Um, and also it's just led to huge conversions and higher trust and, you know, which has a ripple effect of retention and all that kind of stuff as well. So we, we are obsessed with Bonjoro. <laughs> you are. Yes. Um, so there's more than one way to use Bonjoro. It's not, it doesn't have to just be, you know, a new sign-up. You can use it for lots of different things as well. Can you give us some examples of how some brands have been using Bonjoro? Yeah, so so what you build are what we call these these workflows, these automations. And so what it does is from your CRM or mailing list, you can build rules about when you do bonjouros for customers. So look, onboarding is the easiest place to start because you just plug it in and new signups come in. Um, but then what you do is you build a, you know, you build a second rule for when someone starts paying if if you're if you're a SaaS company with a trial. So you know, once someone pays, you get someone else on the team to say, Hey, amazing to have you on board. You know, maybe this, the customer success, success person. And then you're going to ask them to go and do something that you want your, your paying users to do. The next place it comes in is really around retention. So if you have those customers that you haven't touched base with, you know, for six weeks, um, build a rule that, you know, every six weeks you pop a little video message across them and say, Hey, Hey, James, just, just want to see how you're going. I was thinking about you today. You know, how, how are things so far? Can we help out? And that, Retention piece is far harder to do, but it's actually far more impactful. Yeah, if you think it's, it's what seven to 20 times uh, more like cheaper to, to keep a customer um, than it is to go and get a new one. Yeah. And those customers that you keep, if you spend this time with them, not only will they stay with you, but they will start to become advocates and they'll start to talk about you and they'll start to share word of mouth and you'll start to get new customers coming in. So, Really, this idea of focusing down on existing customers is a big piece. And we're building out the next part of the platform and it'll focus on this specifically. Mm. And it's such a great way to stand out as well. I mean, you know, everyone's receiving these automated email sequences that are, you know, in comparison, so impersonal. If you're sending, you know, a one-on-one video message, it doesn't have to be long. It doesn't have to be super complicated either. It's just such an amazing way to really stand out in someone's inbox and make an impression straight away. The amount of times that we have sent a bonjour to a new client and then we found that that email has been forwarded to 10 people yeah. going oh my gosh look at this how great um it's it is it's, it's like an advocate piece as well it really promotes that um so i'm a bit of a massive marketing geek <laughs> so i'd love to know how you're growing the platform so far what's working and what's not so i guess we kind of do probably three things let's say um so one is inherent to the platform. <laughs> so yeah. not a direct marketing piece, but something we focus on is that obviously because we're um, getting messages sent out, people will see these and they will come in and try it out. So if we have like a B2B company that they use us, some of their customers will inevitably come and check out what it is and give it a go. Uh, and we try and obviously promote that as well. Um, yeah. So that's this viral side in the product. If you can do that, do it always, um, but do it in the right way. Um, secondly, we do a lot of um, content. So this week, I'm actually doing four podcasts. 
(laughs) (laughs) I feel so much less special now. (laughs) I'm the only podcast, the best podcast. (laughs) You are are by far the best. But but I think this this is interesting. When you're doing something that we're doing, which is about customer delight and spending more time on customers, it's funny because there's it's a really great message and we are not for most companies, but the ones that we are for are the companies who have great culture and who understand the importance of taking time with customers. Yeah. So there's a lot of conversation around this right now. And we're talking, we, we hardly ever talk about product. We talk more about, about this idea of, of, you know, customer first and culture. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's really great space to kind of get content out. Um, so a lot of our customers will write about us. They'll hit us off with blogs, um, we will um, kind of do content marketing with bigger partners. So we, we went out as um, Zapier pushed us out uh, this year as one of their fastest growing apps, new apps of 2017. Mm-hmm. And we actually worked with them. So they, so they hit us up and said, look, we want to do this. Um, but then we worked with them to help them get the content together, everything else. If you can leverage and piggyback content with your bigger partners, obviously their audiences are far bigger than yours. That is really, really useful. And honestly, it comes back down to relationships. If they like you, then they'll help you most of the time. Absolutely. Um, and so, and then the third thing is we, we, we do, um, we started running an affiliate program. So with some of these partners um, and with kind of uh, business advisors and stuff, um, they've invited us to jump on stage and talk at events and things. And so what we did, we kicked off, off an affiliate program, which is kind of a reward for those people that help us. Um, interestingly, and we have some pretty big affiliates. We have we have this guy called Pat Flynn. He's yeah, he's, he's a big affiliate. <laughs> yeah, he's pretty big. So um, honestly, compared to what other people give him, we give him hardly anything. He is more there because culturally it aligns with him. But yeah. we do things like send his kids bear suits and stuff, and you know, and just <laughs> have a lot of fun. And, and it's funny, you know, like the the monetary side of, of affiliates. We we do reward really really high, so we'll give thirty percent um, recurring revenue to any affiliates. Yeah, um, that was advice that we took off ConvertKit. I was chatting to their founder, and he said that they did the same thing. And don't worry about the money; just worry about rewarding people. Yeah, um, and then they'll then they'll work with you more. So at the end of the day, I think rewards. I even think think beyond money. What else can you do for affiliates that yeah. they will just have fun with, and they'll work with you more because most brands just go, "Oh, here's the money, and that's it." Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. not that fulfilling. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Affiliates, I think, are a pretty tricky thing to navigate just because I feel like so many brands are doing the same thing, like the same, you know, here's 10% and that's it and walk away kind of thing. It's not about the relationship build when, you know, I'm massive on the relationship because we're all about brand collaborations and that really does come down to relationships and partnerships and ongoing um, things that you can leverage off. So, yeah, absolutely. Looking outside the monetary reward is awesome advice yeah like i mean like like you said lots of people are trying to do the affiliate stuff now you don't just want to become someone that they come in drop and move on when you stop paying yeah like everyone everyone out there is a human and you got to remember this like every brand is built and run by humans the more you can build relationships with people just the more yeah and the more you help them like on their side the more they will help you it's kind of, it, it, it's, it's, you know, it, it's, nothing's changed in, uh, in, uh, in 200 years. It's the same with the kind of family baker. I, I always compare it to the, um, to the barista. Yeah. So I have, I go to a few baristas. I, I get a one on the way to work, which is purely convenience. And it's there because it's, it's at the wharf and I can get it if I'm running late. 
Mm-hmm. I have another barista in the city who I prefer to go to. The coffee's as good at both places, but the guy in the city is way more fun and uh-huh. knows the name and will talk to me and take time. So because of that, it's 30 seconds out of his day, but I'll prefer to go to him. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. Remembering, I am always so flattered when someone remembers my name. It's insane how much of a difference that little thing makes. Yeah. Yeah. So what's your advice to small businesses, startups, or even larger scale companies that are hesitant to jump on board, maybe because they're scared of jumping in front of the camera or maybe because, you know, particularly for larger brands, if because a lot of users can use Bonjoro under the one account basically and can send your customers videos. Um, are there any concerns that you've found popping up about, oh, you know, we've got to have consistent messaging and consistent brand communication. Um, what's your advice to people kind of hesitant to jump on board? Um, so first of all, if you don't trust your team, don't use us. <laughs> we're, not, we're, not, we're not for you. Um, again, we're there for companies who have a great culture. <laughs> um, so we have, in the early days, we have had quite a lot of interest in corporates and we generally, and now we generally turn them away. Um, really? Okay. They're not willing to trust the team or to give them the freedom, uh, which to me just says they're not making the hiring, uh, if that's going to really be an issue. Um, I don't think... Yeah, absolutely. Products like us are for them. Um, corporatization is kind of mediocrity in, in most areas, not all, but most. Um, so I think if you're a, any other brand, if you do trust your team and you trust them to make the right choices and to say the right things, it's not even about scripting. The stuff that works is so like, so every single person has to do 20 videos and that is your warming up period. Yeah. Once you get, so in the first 20, you will script and you'll try and you'll think about it and that stuff doesn't work that well. The stuff that works is when you stop caring and you do your bonjour while you're grabbing a coffee. Yeah. Muck up and you and you say the wrong things and you send it anyway. You get that. <laughs> and they're like, oh yeah, you, you, you're human. And so people connect to you personally, you know, like with us, my, like, I think we've done a bonjour more than anything is that I, my brand is my people. It's not the bare logo or the bare suits. It's the people behind it. And we yeah. all, through our hiring process and because we're fun, speak in the same way. We'll muck around, and, you know, and our brand message is just like have fun. That comes across and makes people connect with my people, and that's what works. So if you're nervous about getting started, like seriously, the the, the more human you are, the better. Yeah, I, mean, I totally fine. agree. Yeah, I um the reason we found out about Bonjoro is because we signed up to ConvertKit and got a Bonjoro from the is it the CMO or the founder of um ConvertKit and we were so blown away by the video message but he was on a walk to work he had his headphones in he'd been doing some exercise but it made it so much more human I loved that part of it so yeah that's awesome just basically go and do it is the advice (laughs) (laughs) do it do it do it yeah you gotta hold your guns like a lot of people try one or two and then kind of move off yeah yeah. And when you get that first customer coming back going, oh, my God, this is actually for me, that's the moment when you're like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, it works. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty simple. There's nothing special to it. 
Yeah, I love it. And um, aside from Bonjoro, you are a bit of a serial entrepreneur. You're also an artist and you founded Verbate and co-founded Xtech as well, which we were just talking about before this. Um, Have you found that any marketing or onboarding is significant? Oh my gosh, I can't talk. I've just had a coffee. Significantly different business to business. Why or why not? Or is it kind of the same strategy? Have you found? No, it's, it's pretty different. So again, and this comes down to the brand. It comes down to who your customers are, what the product is. Um, so for, so for bait, for instance, uh, which actually birthed Bonjour. So Bonjour was, was a customer success hack we were doing where we would bundle up a video, put it in an email and send it out uh, because you want to stand out. Now, I think every business is built around relationships. Um, it's interesting. Bonjour works. We have people, you know, from finances and accountants all the way through to Shopify users, you know, SaaS companies. Mm-hmm. And I think relationships are still key, but with Abate, we deal with big agencies. And so it's a long sales cycle. It's direct outreach. It's, you know, introductions and word of mouth that we really focus on. It is some content. Um, it's, it might be more paid content, more paid events, uh, rather than, I guess, like affiliates um, as such. A different scale of business different sales cycle, different kind of process to get in there. You have to go and pitch, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Bonjour is obviously quick. People pick it up. They can go for it. They generally see the product first. They hop on board. It's super low barriers to give it a go. Um, Xtech isn't so much of a business. It's actually a not-for-profit. So it's more just a bunch of founders. Um, yeah. That is is completely um, one-to-one. So generally, I meet a great founder or one of the, one of the, the, the few of us that run it, meet a great founder and say, hey, do you want to come along? Yeah. So it's not like we're reaching out, but obviously word spreads again. I mean, look, I, I think word of mouth, I think with word of mouth, it, everyone knows it's the most powerful and generally we just sit back and let it happen. Yeah. Um, but maybe one thing to think about that you can do in any business is you can kind of systemize word of mouth. Mm. So mm-hmm. if you can put in the process to get word of mouth happening more, and it's very simply how do you, how do you turn your customers into advocates? How do you go, you know, how do you delight them? So and then and then ask them to go and talk about you. It's quite yeah. easy to do. Every single business in the world can do that. You know, from the PwCs and the Googles down to, you know, someone who's who's been going for one day. Yeah, absolutely. I love that piece of advice. Thank you so much, Matt. I really appreciate your time. I know you have a busy day ahead, so I'll let you go. But thank no you problem. very very much for your time this morning. Appreciate it. Awesome. Thanks, Jess. And that's it for today's episode, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in and we'll see you next time.